You are listening to the Evolution Exchange Nordics podcast, a melting pot of ideas and inspiration shared by some of the most successful technical leaders in the Nordic region. I'm Dan Meitschek, I help companies connect with the best tech talent, and I'm your host. Welcome to another installment of the Evolution Exchange podcast. Today, I'm joined by Christopher, Magnus and Christian to discuss how does hybrid work and affect work-life balance. So before we delve deeper into the topic, let's work our way around the room with some introductions. Christopher, do you want to kick us off? Thank you so much, Daniel. So my name is Christopher Wickbein. I work at TUI and I've done so since a set of years. I'm currently leading a team of four product managers sitting in four different European countries, each responsible to purchase and prepare round trips for groups or individuals that we then sell and market in in, uh, a couple of European countries. And um, I'm really happy to join in this podcast today and explain about and share my share my learnings from working in this very international environment, being in a totally uh, flexible organization with having people sitting all over Europe. Fantastic. Cheers, Christopher. Uh, We'll move on to you next, Magnus. Great. Thanks for having me or us here. It's great to be here. Uh, I'm currently working as a product owner at uh, Crunchfish um, or chief product owner. I've been there for about a year and we work with very technical products and our target market is uh, more India and Southeast Asia, but also around CBDC and these kind of buzzwords. Um, I worked with uh, Swish as a lead product owner for five years before starting at Crunchfish and been in the payment industry for more than 20 years. So that's kind of my background. Fantastic. Cheers, Magnus. And then last but not least, we'll move on to you, Christian. Um, hi, um, my name is Christian. I'm a software engineer and uh, right now I'm working uh, fully remotely, but uh, in the past uh, I've been part of uh, four or five startups, uh, each of them with its own challenges and uh, having a remote team, uh, also allowing hybrid work, especially after the pandemic started. So. I've encountered a lot of challenges when it comes to this. Fantastic. Cheers, guys. So now that we've established a bit of context to each of you, we'll move on to the topic and focus. So you all have a question or statement on how does hybrid work and affect work-life balance. As usual, I'll work around everyone, asking each of you to pose your question and the reasons behind it. And each of you will have the opportunity to give your take on the situation. So before we move on to those questions, we'll do a bit of a, a broad overview of how does hybrid work and affect work-life balance? What are your guys' opinions? Well, I would say, now jumping in here, that um, um, it's been a very positive change, but it's also a double-sided sword. So you need to manage your working time and need to be quite disciplined so that you... Uh, are not overstepping your your time or overdoing it, but generally I would say that for me this has been a great improvement of the working quality. Yeah, I fully agree with you, Christopher. I uh, yeah, currently I'm I'm working with a company in in Malmo and I'm in in Stockholm, and that would have been very hard a few years ago. Um, although I think you might say differently, Christian, but. Now, finally, people start to see that it's no problem to work remote, but it is a challenge to manage time. Uh, and I think everyone agrees on that. I mean, they have to be disciplined. Um, yes, uh, I agree. We have to, uh, all of us, be disciplined. Um, for me and the people around me and other developers, it's been a great improvement because we 
usually needs a lot more silence to focus on our tasks, uh, you know, hardcore development. Um, and uh, having a few days uh, in the office, like two, three days a week, uh, when uh, we were discussing uh, the features and having a lot more meetings uh, were very beneficial. And we also got a lot of interaction with the colleagues, which uh, boosted uh, our mood, uh, team spirit, everything, uh, while we were still able to focus on our tasks uh, working from home in the other two or three days a week. So it's the perfect combination. Fantastic. Cheers, guys. Um, so we'll go on to Christopher's uh, question first, if you want to kick us off. Yeah, well, we I wanted to speak a bit about uh, how hybrid work uh, offers opportunities to work from elsewhere and the value I believe this creates for employees. And uh, I would look at my own experience here. Um, I am, Magnus, you mentioned uh, you work for a Malmö-based company. I work for from an office in Stockholm currently, but I am from Skåne myself. And um, this hybrid working allows you to extend the weekends and ex allows you to take a week of working from elsewhere. And I must say, I'm coming from a company culture that before the pandemic was quite many days in the office, but this has changed. And uh, during the first, year of the pandemic i spent time at my parents place in malmo i spent time also at um, my girlfriend's cottage parents cottage this was great and uh, also coming from i work in travel right so we have a tendency to travel so also there has been a couple of uh, what we call workations uh, from different touristic destinations uh, um, and this has been remarkably fun to see this change uh, we also drove a bit of employer branding by this and now we say that all colleagues can work at least 30 days per year outside of your home country as a workation or working from elsewhere and I think this creates a tremendous uh, positive impact and actually I'm planning to spend the month of October in Leipzig in Germany because my girlfriend will do a research exchange there and I think uh, looking at my life after um, being allowed a bit more degrees of freedom. I think this has been a, a tremendous impact and uh, not being bound to an office the way that you typically were before. So what do you guys think, Magnus, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I believe it's a great uh, possibility and opportunity and yeah, I do a bit of it myself, try to not only work from home, I work also from, from other places and, and that gives a lot of freedom and that also make yeah you can actually go with the family to other places and 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 without having the stress of getting all of your vacation lost and and so on just by by the travel and and um, I, it sounds I mean if if TUI like a company starts doing this and maybe maybe start offering work vacation kind of stuff to other companies as an offering that would be pretty cool as well and, uh, yeah well please Christian go ahead no sorry you go first yeah well I. I don't know if we are offering this in some countries. We are indeed offering this as a product line. We are doing this in, in Netherlands and Belgium very dedicatedly. Mm -hmm. This is a work workation and, and they go to some specifically equipped hotels. But uh, actually, I think that there is an entire industry growing up around not only uh, for us traditional tour operators, but also in office environments all over Europe, which serves as, as great opportunities to take some days to work from elsewhere. And um, um, but I think this is generally a shift that is not, it's partly driven by us, of course, and you can catch a cheap charter trip somewhere or, or uh, do it a bit more planned. But generally, this is uh, 
a, a movement which uh, which I see very optimistic about and also um, being quite interested in what happens with um, the urbanization that we saw in recent years. It's also interesting to see how this is a counterweight to the urbanization that uh, that was the leading uh, trend of the last decades. Um, yeah, I want to add uh, something else that um, the enabler for uh, me was uh, the switch uh, from the management side, from uh, micromanaging to just focusing on uh, deliveries, uh, not being, uh, you know, not having someone on my shoulder uh, constantly. Um, and the way I've experienced it now that I am fully remote is that I was able to go and spend one week uh, visiting some relatives instead of just uh, in a rush for one or two days and then traveling back and uh, being full time in the office. Um, so I've been able to mix both and I've seen that uh, happening with my friends as well um, who are working exactly as you say two or three days uh, a week in the office. Um, a friend is able to travel from Copenhagen to Poland uh, for five days in a row and work from her parents' place. And she's feeling amazing about it. So the whole, uh, her whole spirit is up uh, by this. And I met a lot of uh, people uh, who are uh, doing exactly that. I think, Christian, this mentality shift that you mentioned is, is essential here, that it also has to be followed up with a degree of trust from management. And, uh, and and you can for sure not micromanage or keep track of time in the same way as, as let's say, a very conservative organization might have done previously uh, in this world of, of hybrid working. Yes, and it relates very much to the type of tasks that we have to do. And um, probably if we present the results at, at the end of it, then everything should be fine. But, but also like developers uh, kind of tasks, they, as you said, Christian, earlier, it's, it's actually benefit by sitting at home, getting focused. And you have seen that on workplaces also, the developers are, they don't, they really like the model, but while the marketing people, they really like to be in the office because they want to, they are more like uh, extrovert and would like to meet people in a way more. I mean, that's kind of more of their, their way of working in a sense. And uh, I think, but I think that also will, they will kind of get used to the possibility. And, and I mean, you see more and more that they, they also used to this kind of possibility. Yes. And yeah, of course, I know a lot of developers, uh, introvert people like myself. Um, we actually do enjoy going to the office, but uh, if it's two days a week, then it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Fridays, so for sure, in the office. <laughs> <laughs> to get the afternoon beer. Yeah. Uh, socializing. Um, but um, there has been another shift a few years ago to have uh, open spaces, you know, open spacing being the best. And when I had the uh, salespeople in the office and marketing people talking, loudly on the phone or between themselves to each other and while I had to focus on something that wasn't great at all. Um, yeah, so that that was a downside. Um, I've also occupied very central roles in the teams as being the only technical guy in the office uh, while we had the remote engineering uh, teams. Uh, so I had during those periods, I had to go to the office every day to talk to every um, colleague from all the commercial uh, departments um, just to make sure that I am the perfect link between all the, the commercial side of the company and the, the development to not miss anything, any single detail. 
and I was the go-to person for all the questions the developers had. But for this kind of role, if I was working as a technical product owner, then I had to be in the office. I was I can see the value in uh, in it. You said, Magnus, the difference of um, potentially there is a difference between different categories of employees, and you you brought up. Uh, the story of the marketeers that uh, that prefers to go into office and me yeah my role is a bit business development driven as well and you need to build your alliances and, and your relationships with people to make something happen in the company this is of course correct um but now in, this also changes because now when everyone's working at home then you get to the office and there's no one there and then you can sit there with, with your hope to to build friendships but of course if you plan things differently um i wish i have to share an anecdote um i was actually traveling in england yesterday and i was visiting our former or our headquarters in luton and that should uh, i was told that has seats for 1700 people and when I was there on Monday, there was 250 people working, so it was insanely empty. And I guess this is the case of quite a lot of offices these days, that there is so many empty seats. And, and even if you go into office, you don't get hold of anyone. Um, I am saying sitting in the office today. Fantastic. Cheers, guys. Um, so what we'll do is we'll move on to Magnus's question next, if that's OK. If you want to introduce that for us. Yeah, and actually it, it falls pretty well into place what we talked about in the last part, because what I feel is that it's it's getting harder and harder with the remote or hybrid work is that when people start to be, some people are in the office. So you might have a big room with people, maybe five people, which is in a meeting room, and then you have two or three people being working, working remotely. When everyone was re working remotely, it was very easy, but it's getting hard, I think, to or or I would like to hear your your view on it as well. How to actually get that running in a smooth way that there is a mix of people being in a big meeting room and some people are are working from remote. Uh, because yeah, I, I I have experienced that it's a bit uh, tough sometimes since I'm like you oh like like I'm working mostly from home or, or remote. So that's that's my question or my topic to discuss how do you handle that at, at crunchbase can i ask yeah we we, we are uh, since i'm working closely to the development team uh, we usually have i'm usually not the only one being remote so then it works good and we are a small team so it, it works quite well uh, i would say uh, i remember when being at uh, nordea we had a nordic team and then uh, in the end there we had the, the, we we ended up with that everyone was at their laptop when we had like nordic meetings because it didn't turn out well because usually like one room took over the meeting and the rest couldn't get any anything to say and then we had to do this like it's better that everyone is remote although we were in the office that was many years before the pandemic <laughs> But but uh, now in Crunchfish it, it works uh, quite okay. But I feel the longer back in office because most people go to the office because they live close by in Malmo and they go there and then it's me and usually one or two different people being offline. But you feel that they sync. You miss these micro syncs uh, over the coffee machine. So yeah, it, it's a challenge. I don't, we haven't really found a super good way. You feel it, but you need to be very, I have to be very active for, to find those micro 
uh, talk uh, kind of decisions which have been taken to understand it. Yeah, well, at, in in my team, so I have colleagues sitting in in German, Netherlands, Belgium, and UK, and uh, that means that we're fairly distributed. So it's rare that there's most people are sitting in one office. Uh, so this is, comes in quite handy. But I totally see what you say that there is this factor if you have two persons that are on the screen and the rest in a room, then they either they take they take over, so everyone looks at the screen, or then the room takes over. And um, and it's really annoyed when it's such an uneven way of working. I think that hopefully, with uh, if you have a good communication set, this can help it a bit, so that there is at least good. Everyone sitting in the room can be heard. I think this is really the basics. At times, you only have one laptop, and everyone has to speak, and you cannot hear someone through this poor laptop. So there is an equipment shortage of equipment. Then generally, if, if um, I would try to even out the relationships a bit, so it's not uh, everyone in one room, but maybe then split it over a couple of rooms, so the units get more uh, even in the sense that uh, it's not this, it's not so dominant um, um, of one room being uh, the most majority of people or a couple of people um, but this is quite rudimentary tips and, and i wish there was a better best practice i don't know what you say christian i've attended very few of those uh, meetings and uh, yeah the communication was uh, very hard uh, exactly as you described it i yeah i don't know a solution uh, for it uh, it Having a moderator that uh, asks uh, someone who hasn't uh, talked uh, uh, on that topic uh, would work uh, to make everyone feel heard, but uh, included in in the whole socialization when uh, a lot of people are in one meeting room, that cannot be achieved. So yeah, I don't know how to fix that. In a sense, I'm quite happy to hear that there is uh, a good solution. But I think you were into something, Christopher, that that's kind of an easy trick to even out the figures a bit. Uh, that That's like what we did at Nordea in that sense, that but we forced everyone to be at the at their own workplace. But, but uh, you could actually make an easy way of like even out, not fully, but uh, yeah, uh, I'll take it. But I think maybe this is an area where we will see some best practice coming hopefully yeah i am super curious to see what co will come out of this entire virtual reality revolution as, as it, it's called and and seeing because now uh, we suffer from this zoom fatigue right and, and we are sitting here in front of our our computers and this is the ultimate downside of of this hybrid working we enjoy the benefits that we talked about before but it's also makes interactions way more boring when you cannot see and touch and and, uh, <laughs> and have a real interaction with the people that you are with uh, so my hope is that that the meta and the likes that are investing a bit of money into this can can improve this way of working also by technology but uh, um, yeah, let's see this is for someone who is far from the technology industry this seems almost a little bit like um, um, unlikely to happen but, but on the other hand yeah maybe one of you knows what will happen in this area well, maybe this is a good uh, business opportunity so just just to put in something we do at evolution because I, I completely agree with what you're saying we have so like a morning stand-up where we've got a mix of people usually working from the office or working from home everyone kind of jumps on 
a team's call, whether we're all in the office together, whether there's some of us at home, um, just to kind of give everyone that chance to be able to speak in the meetings. And then in regards to obviously those sorts of workplace relationships you don't kind of get, you know, over Teams or over Zoom, we have a FICA on our sort of normal working from home days, just half an hour on the diary to kind of chat about anything that's not does not work you know have those sorts of relationships you get maybe over a lunch break or you know a quick a quick chat when you get your morning coffee or something like that and I think it kind of the schedule kind of accommodates it and it just improves morale of everyone working and everyone kind of doesn't feel left out in the meetings can still kind of make those relationships obviously not the same nothing's going to be the same as as meeting person face to face as you said Christopher but it's quite a, a good substitution, you know, and we can't always do it in the office, I think. Yeah, what my team members have come up with, which I I am very mesmerized by this concept, is uh, there's a lot of tricky things. And, and the colleagues, they have a work a long hour on Wednesdays and Thursdays, uh, sorry, Wednesdays and Fridays, and they just sit quietly and works with a camera on. And when, when when there is a question, they ask each other, like, so what do you think about this? Uh, I join in uh, occasionally, and it's, it's actually a really nice concept for uh, for uh, syncing together as a team. Even though it, it sounds, for me, it sounded a little bit strange first, that you would have your camera on and you would sit and, and work. But um, actually, this fulfills some kind of basic need also in terms of how we interact in the workplace and creates this... Um, moments of some spontaneous interactions between employees, which is uh, also what you lack in this outlook-driven calendars and invites and so on, which is always so planned and you need to have, let's say, an agenda to book a meeting with someone. And um, and hearing these spontaneous interactions, I would also hope that we can improve a bit more because this also makes work life a bit more fun when you sit in a hybrid environment. Mm, sounds good. Sounds interesting. Fantastic. Cheers, guys. Um, so we'll move on to Christian's um, topic last, if that's okay. Mm, sorry. Yeah, no problem. I mean, to be fair, we can come on to another topic, actually, where kind of where we get that sorted. So Joachim, who was meant to join us today, who unfortunately couldn't make it, kind of come up with this. He's been looking into it and said data suggests that well-being has gone down due to hybrid working. And he's asking, how can we protect the well-being of employees? So is it through working smart with meetings, which we've kind of covered? Or is it creating an environment where everyone's empowered and focused on impact rather than activity? What are your guys' thoughts on that? But it's, it's tricky. Uh, I mean, during the pandemic, you could see some people, uh, especially maybe people who haven't been that long in the position or even in the company, they kind of lost their ground easily and they didn't, they were used to having that, this easy connect to people like you were talking about, Christopher, like this tag along kind of thing. Suddenly their they're like um, support disappeared because they were stuck into this back-to-back teams meeting and there were very little room for for things but then after a while i think this uh i think slack or all of these other channels like exploded because that's where you actually did a lot of the parallel work and, and so on but i think the, the and the hard part was for managers to see how people were feeling and they couldn't actually pick up that some of these people didn't feel well because they felt left out or whatever it was and of course that i i think it has become better uh, during the pandemic because everyone found their way to do it but i don't know i have um, yeah but that, that's my take on it 
Yeah, well, Magnus, I agree with this dimension of lost social dimension and that hybrid or online work more correctly does not perfectly substitute uh, in real meetings. And um, I think it's quite nice if we just stay at the hybrid dimension of it. So we're not moving over to totally virtual yeah. organizations because um, the difference between meeting every now and then or having a bit of in real life meetings and having no in live meetings at all as we had during the uh, lockdown periods in society. This is a tremendous difference and uh, and it's hard, particularly as you said, when people join new teams, it's hard to actually properly bond with each other before um, uh, before you've met in real world. And we had this problem. So the team which I am team leading, we started this 1st of August and we were supposed to have our first team meeting in um, in October coming everyone, everyone together to Holland. But this couldn't happen because of the lockdowns in Holland last autumn. And then we scheduled for January and, it was, and that was also cancelled. It was first in March that we could meet. And um, that also made the uh, growing of an internetwork or an intranetwork within the group made this uh, or the, the development of this intranetwork became slower because we had no chance to, to meet. And also I think the isolation that's that potentially people could feel increased because of this. So what I say, uh, happy to have hybrid, but but not totally virtual. This would be my recipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see the the downside of uh, working uh, fully uh, remote uh, as I'm doing right now. Uh, I've had exactly this uh, kind of uh, remote onboarding, uh, and actually we all enjoyed uh, the suggestion of meeting live during the summertime because it's soon uh, and we are sure that will boost uh, everything uh, we only need to spend some some time together several days and uh, the communication will get a lot easier the team bonding um, but we are still going to miss uh, this um, um, tiny interactions uh, from day to day uh, when we could interrupt each other. Uh, something that you substituted, Christopher, uh, through the, those two days, Wednesday and Friday. Um, but um, in my past experience, those uh, were very effective uh, for the uh, best of the product. Um, when I was passing by the graphic designer and I was seeing something mismatching there because the product owner misunderstood something, how the data relates in uh, in the back end, we couldn't see it uh, until the very end, proper, probably. So these tiny interruptions were very useful. And well, I made one reflection now as we spoke, and that is, uh, of course, companies now see the opportunity to save on on uh, office facilities as people are working so much hybrid, and and they can let's say maybe cut down office facilities by half but most people are staying at home. But I think it's important for employers that um, uh, maybe it's smart to capitalize on these savings in office, but they have to be in invested into the employees uh, elsewhere. Otherwise, you lose effectiveness. So you can invest them in ensuring that the teams meet up in different ways. And of course, I'm seeing it from a very international perspective now having this international team but um but the interactions between team members also live is uh, is very valuable and i think it's difficult also to make people really thrive in an organization unless they have this uh, personal bond to 
it between each other and also to their uh, other stakeholders in the network in the company. Um, yes, um, there is a Danish company, Novo Nordisk, uh, which implemented uh, something like uh, people have to be half of the time at the office, but uh, they would overlap uh, every time with the same people. So the whole feeling is like uh, of working for uh, a company half the size, but uh, they get uh, the full interaction with their colleagues. They have to work the most. Yeah, they, they could also reduce the, uh, the office uh, space uh, by half through this, and people wouldn't miss half of the interaction. <laughs> Maybe 10%, but certainly not half. Fantastic. Cheers, guys. Um, I think just we'll just finish off, and obviously I think me and you were speaking the other day, Christine, about hybrid working and how it either increases or decreases productivity, um, obviously depending on job role. Do you want to kind of expand on that? What are your thoughts? Um, yeah, so as I said, uh, as a software engineer, I, I, I see the value in working from home because it's peace and quiet and I can focus on my tasks, but uh, even then I, I need some interaction with my colleagues uh, to motivate me and to better understand the context uh, just to talk to people. I enjoy that, uh, actually. Um, and then uh, I think it's possible for every every type of uh, position to push some of the tasks to the following day when you can just sit at home and uh, focus on those tasks that can be handled by working by, by yourself uh, and um, try to grab as many meetings as possible today when you are in the office. Um, and that was possible to do as a software engineer, team lead, or technical product owner, uh, all these roles that uh, I've had. And even for uh, for some other people, for the CEO, for instance, uh, even he had uh, some tasks that could be done uh, all by himself without needing other people and uh, other meetings during a certain day. I don't know what you guys uh, think about different types of roles, how they can uh, split their tasks and still work uh, in hybrid mode. But, yeah. I think you're onto something, Christian, like uh, the hybrid path is good because then you can do, as, as you say, I mean, there is always things you, you rather do being at home, like maybe reading or whatever it is. Maybe answer to like an RFI or RFPs and stuff like that. If if you are in sales and then you want to be, and then you need the exchange after you've been working a while. Then you need to meet people to discuss and so on. But someone need to do like uh, work so and also like working with requirements. Uh, or if you are on the product side, it's nice to be focusing on that and then have interaction. So with planning and the hybrid situation is really catering for it. So if I. I that sounds good. Yeah, I I agree with both of you as well. Um, for me, the situation is a bit contrary because I I work in the Stockholm office, but I don't have business with anyone here. So I'm I'm let's say the only one working with international colleagues. So I prefer to have all the meetings when I'm home and then have some things which do not require me to schedule sitting in 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 a small meeting room or a meeting pod speaking with into the laptop all days um, but the principle is the same but for sure uh, in this hybrid world that um, it if you manage to to um, sort out your work activities depending on if you're in the office or not it enhances your quality of of, uh, of life as we said fantastic cheers guys uh, we'll leave it there then so this has been the evolution exchange podcast i'd like to take this opportunity to thank christopher magnus and christian for their insights into the topic and thank you for listening if you would like to get involved in one of our upcoming podcasts, reach out to me on LinkedIn or by email at daniel.mycheck at evolution.com.
nordics.com and we'll see you next time cheers for joining us guys thank you thank you very much great thank you